thanks for joining us on another episode of the TIB Playground podcast. And today we have a special guest all the way from across the ocean in America. It's uh, our own Manouk Lecomte. Hi, Manu. Hi, how you doing, man? Good, good. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it's late in the evening here in Belgium, but uh, on your end it must be very bright, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's still the, the middle of the day right right now. It's 2 p.m. And yeah, we're in California, so the sun's always out. <laughs> so I guess that's not the only reason you're there. Uh, I, think, I think a lot of fans are really happy to hear about your experience and your progress in the States. Um, at this time, you're playing in the NBA G League with the LA Clippers affiliate, the Agua Caliente Clippers. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. You just finished practicing for today. How was the practice? Uh, yeah, yeah, we had a morning practice, you know, um, we leave tomorrow early on the road because we play in Iowa, so yeah. today was pretty intense, you know, we had a couple scrimmage and stuff like that. Yeah, so you just uh, came out of a, a loss also a couple of days ago against uh, Rio Grande, um, two losses in a row, is there a reason for any concern right now or is it just just uh, beginning of the season? No, man. I mean, you know, um, we we lost last game, but you know, we're 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 getting better as a team. You know, it's tough. The G League is tough because we've barely had the same teams for the same games. Because like people from India come down, um, not everybody plays. We got a couple of injuries and stuff like that. And, you know, the G League is a lot of ups and downs mm-hmm. right now. So we we don't have too many concerns. We we just know we have to play hard as a team, and the rest will take care of itself. Yeah. So can I call the G League? A development league, or, or even maybe a waiting room for the NBA. Yeah, more like a development league, I, I guess. You know, um, the main goal too, you know, is just the coach trying to, trying to, trying to get the players to to play better and just to be better individually. You know, it's not like, you know, the NBA where uh, the organization and offense, the defense is is pretty 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 good. You know, like in Europe or like in the NBA, it's more like a talent-based uh, league, you know, where you're just trying to play and then trying to get better as a player individually. So, but the goal is for everybody that's playing in the team that to actually get into the NBA. Yeah, I guess you, you could say that. I guess you could say that. We have a lot of young guys, but we, we also have a couple older guys. And, you know, like, you know, the salaries, of they, they, they're doing a better job uh, with the salary. You know, the money went up. So, I guess more people are attracted to come play in the G League, but... I guess you can say that the main goal for everybody is to play in the NBA. Yeah, I've looked uh, at the roster of your team and it's indeed a pretty young team. Um, there's only one guy, uh, Brandon Fields, that's thir- he's 30. And the rest of the guys are uh, 23, 24, 25. But there are also a lot of options not to go to the NBA. You got uh, the two-way contract. You got... Um, assignment players you got call-ups can you explain a little bit more about the different options there uh yeah like you said so um <clears throat> we have two two ways guys you know two players that on a two-way contract uh they they get to be with us and with the nba whenever really they they i think they have 45 days that they can be with the nba yeah. not more if they stay more than 45 days the nba got sign them on a guaranteed contract okay so, you know, they go um, up and down, back and forth a little bit. It just depends whatever the NBA team needs right now. Yeah. 
But since since the LA Clippers doing great right now, I think they're first or second in the West. True. You know, I guess you know, I guess they don't really need um people from the G League right now, but yeah. you know, it it could change or whatever. And then like you said, uh they send a signing guys, so guys from the Clippers you know, it already happened uh, a couple games with us. They send like two guys down, and you know they play they play with us. And that's and basically like that. because they don't get any time, any playing time on the Clippers themselves. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's because they're they're still young. You know, I think they're uh, one rookie and one second year mm-hmm. guy. So you know, since they don't play much, coach decided to send them down so they they can get some playing time and you know stay in rhythm. You got one uh, teammate uh, from your Baylor period also in your team. That's uh, Jonathan Motley. He's 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 got a two-way contract. What what is his yeah, he, opinion about it? What what does he feel? Is that a good option for him, or are there any downsides? Yeah, I mean, my my J Mod's my guy. Uh, he's on the two-way right now. He was with Dallas last year. He got traded to mm-hmm. the Clippers. And you know, uh, I think it's his last year on a contract with the two-way. And in my opinion, next year, I mean, he'll be an NBA. I mean, he'll be an NBA player because mm-hmm. he's just been dominating the G League for two years. And you know, he's just being patient and stuff. And he knows he's an NBA player. He's just got to do the right things, stay healthy, and good things will happen for him. Mm-hmm. So your coach is Brian Adams. How how are things going? Because his, uh, it's his first year, I guess. Eh? Yeah, yeah, it's his first year uh, as a, as a head coach, really. You know he's brand new to this. Uh, he 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 he's one of Doc Rivers' guy. You know because he yeah. was with him in, in Boston. You know with Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and all of them. He was with them. Uh, he came to the Clippers with Doc too. And uh, like you said, man, he's brand new to this. I think he's doing a good job. He's learning too, like like we are. It's, I know it's not easy, and the G League is not an easy league too. So uh, it's going well. I think he's a great guy too. So what's your main uh, like reason to go for the G League? Was it um, a decision you made between Europe or America, or was it really? Uh, no, I want to go to the G League because they really want me, and I want to take a shot also to the NBA. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Uh, the Clippers have shown me uh, a lot of interest during the summer. You know, they wanted to bring me in. And, um, they wanted me to play for the G League team, and so I was like, okay. I mean, I'm still young right now, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, you know, a year, a year or two in the G League kind of hurt me. I think it's a good league, and uh, I'm I'm really happy with my decision right now because I'm getting so much better as a player individually already. Mm-hmm. And uh, even even if I don't get a call up this year, I think it, you know, it was so far it's just a positive experience because you know I play against a lot of talented guys. I play against NBA guys. And stuff like that, and I, I just get to be—I I just get to like get better as a player every every single day. Mm-hmm. And is it much different also than, uh, for example, the the summer league, the level of play there? Because you did some summer league games for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, was there not an option to go for their uh, affiliate? Uh, um, I guess you could say the level is pretty much the same. You know, young league uh, with a lot of talent. Uh, yeah, you can say that, and you know, with Dallas, they they had also shown me interest uh, to play for their G League team. Like you know, I went to the draft, and yeah. you know, on draft night is just you don't really get to pick is whoever gets it first or whatever. Yeah. So you know, I ended up going with the the Clippers, and I was happy with it. Yeah. So you come straight out of college into the G League. Um, you got a a pretty nice 
summer, I guess, where you had a lot of interest of, of uh, different teams with the summer league also. But there's there's a big period or, or a couple of months between the summer league and the G League. Didn't you get any uh, offers from European teams, or was it not crossing your mind to go somewhere closer to home? Um, yeah, I've had a I've had a, um, a couple uh, European offers. Although you know, I, I, I talked to my agent and I was clear with them that I my goal was to be in a in the NBA and do at least one year mm -hmm. G League. So we weren't we weren't really focusing on that, but. My agent had told me that, you know, I had a couple offers from one EuroLeague team and a couple teams in Spain and Italy as well. Okay. But like like, like I said, you know, it wasn't my goal this year. Uh, although I know it's a great comp competition and, you know, I wouldn't mind go there, you know, next year or whatever. But um, this, this, like I told you, the, the goal this year was to, to, stay in a, to stay in America. Yeah, and do you feel that your period as a college player really helped you to get in touch with... Uh, coaches and staffs of NBA teams? I mean, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, that that's where they, you know, that's where they pick uh, most of the players out of college. You know, even though, you know, today you could say that more and more European guys yeah. go to the NBA from Europe, you know, and things are changing. And I, I think it's a really good thing. But uh, for my case, yeah, I, I love college. You know, the, um, all aspects of it, I got better as a player. It was really uh, good for my development. So, like you said, yeah, it, it definitely helped me get to where I want to be. But it, I think I guess it's still a big difference because if you see the turnouts for NCAA games, and if I look now, we are we are lucky that we can watch you play through the Facebook Live uh, uh, broadcasts. Yeah. But if you see the turnout for your games compared to the ones you played for. Uh, for Baylor, it's it's pretty big difference. There's almost nobody in the in the the stands for for the G League <laughs> yeah, team. True. So yeah, that's true. it must be weird to play like that. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It's a, it's a big difference. Like you said, we don't we get a lot of empty seats yeah. uh, at our games. Um, I know a couple other teams in the G League. They got the a good. Uh, they got a good fan base. Like. Um, Austin, Phoenix, and all that. Mm. You know, they got a lot of people coming. Coming, it's it's pretty fun. But you know, for our part, you know, we in LA, man. You know, they have a lot of other other things to go <laughs> yeah. watch, like the Clippers, the Lakers, uh, soccer team, and all that. So yeah, like you said, we don't get a lot of fans and stuff like that. So it's yeah, it's a huge difference because at Baylor, yeah, our fan base was great. You know, we had a lot of people coming to the games. I mean, just college overall, the fan base is just crazy. So, yeah. yeah, it's a big difference. I read a quote um, a couple of days ago that the players in college should be really, really happy because it's it's like living the dream. You get your food at the correct time. You get all the, the stuff you want, except for the money that there's no money, but all the rest is there. And now when you go to the G League, okay, you have the money right now, but all the rest is almost gone. Yeah, that's true. I mean, college, man, is just a multi-million businesses honestly yeah. they, they make so much money off like football basketball and plus they get a lot of fans and then tv rights because you know if you go high level d1 you'll you'll be on espn every every week or mm -hmm. cbs whatever so you know that generates a lot of money and then you're right like g league is 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 really just a development league and mm -hmm. the only difference with g league is that 
players actually get paid. So that yeah. that's really the only difference. And that's a good thing because in college, you know, you don't you don't get paid, but mm -hmm. at least you get a free scholarship. You get yeah, to go to school yeah. like other regular students and stuff, and you don't have to pay tuition. So that that's big too. So your period at Baylor was very successful. Um, as your uh, senior uh, year, you were named second team All Big Twelve. Um, can you talk about your experience at Baylor, coming from Miami, where your minutes and your your um, level was a little bit lower? Can I say that uh, compared to Baylor? What what made Baylor such a good fit for you? Oh man, it, it was great. Like you said, it was an amazing experience. Um, the coaching staff was was great. You know, they loved me from day one. Um, they wanted me to be their leader, their point guard since day one. So you know, and then the competition was great. You play in the Big Twelve, which is um, top three, top five mm -hmm. conference, best conference in the country. And then I had the chance to have you know really good teammates too. I mean, you know, Jay Motley and all of them. We had a great team. Um, yeah, I mean, as a team, we did great, and then individually, I thought I did a good job too. It was it was just a great fit for me, and um, you know, I love my time there. So before that, you were in Miami, but how did you actually get into college or into Miami? Because if I look at your uh, career, and you were you were playing at the time for uh, Mons, Mons and O, yeah. in uh, yeah. second division and a few games in first division under coach uh, Lefrenia, yeah. and then you yeah. made the switch to college. What, what made you do the switch? Um, I've always wanted to play college basketball, you know, just because for me, you know, and like I said, everybody's different, but for me, for my development, I feel like college basketball was the best thing. And it was also just a dream, you know, watching, you know, watching Duke when I was young, North Carolina, Kentucky, all that. And I just wanted to be part of it. I wanted to play against them teams. I want to perform at that level. So that was kind of a dream too. So that's why I decided to go there. Mm -hmm. And didn't you feel that you had any chance here in Belgium because you were already at a certain level with Mons? Wasn't that an option just to stay here and just to try to get as the best player as you can be and then go abroad? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, who knows? I mean, yeah, um, it was either Miami or playing uh, first division for Mons. Yeah. Uh, but it was just, man, I just did whatever I wanted to do whatever I wanted to do I just mm -hmm. want to follow my dreams but you're right maybe I, I could have stayed and you know have a good career and go from there who knows but I just wanted to do what I wanted to do at that point and mm -hmm. it worked uh, pretty well but it could have it could have worked the other way too I guess mm -hmm. because yeah there's a lot of young players in Belgium who are also big prospects and then who, who have to make the decision between college and and maybe just staying in Belgium and for some players, it's successful to go to the college. I, th I think you're the yeah. best example. And also rating, of course, um, is yeah. a good example. But there are others that have tried it. And I wouldn't say fail, but where the level of success was not as high as yours. What, what could be the reason? Why is there so much difference between you and some other guys who try at the same level? Oh, I, ju I just think, you know, first of all, I, I just think everybody is different, you know. Not everybody is built for um, NCAA or whatever, mm. you know, or vice versa. I just think it's, 
you got to make your decision uh, based on who you are personally as a person. You mm -hmm. got to look at it and see what's the perfect fit for me. What's the best thing? And not say, oh, because he went to college, that's where I need to go. Yeah. You know, I, I, everybody's different. You know, everybody got a different style, different game. You got different goals. And based on that, you just got to make the best po uh, possible uh, decision for yourself. And then everybody's going to be good. How did you get in contact then with, like, Miami? Uh, with Miami, it was pretty simple. It, um, they had saw me um, uh, with the national team, I guess, and one of the assistant coach at Miami, which was Michael Uyghur, who played pro and, and was very successful in Belgium oh, okay. and played also for uh, Coach Volvac, I think, mm -hmm. and uh, and a couple other coaches in Belgium. And that's, that's kind of how he heard about me and stuff like that. So it made it much easier, you know, to get in contact and whatever. And then he came to Belgium. We talked and stuff, and that's how it happened. Simple. Yeah. Well, if I if I hear you talking about the national team and Vervaak, it's almost the same story as with Retten, because he also got in contact with a college through uh, Coach Vervaak. So I guess and you also had him, Coach Vervaak, as a coach at the national team. So I guess he also had a big impact on your career. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Coach Vervaak is. Um, He's my he's he's one of my favorite coach of all time. Uh, I love playing for him. He's a he's a huge reason why I'm here today. He he started coaching me at a really um important time of my career, you know, with the national team and then with Kangaroos and Division Two, when it was really my first year as a you know as a pro or semi-pro. Yeah. I don't know what you want to call it, but now he he was a huge influence on me, and not just on the court, but also off the court and stuff. And uh, I, I, I owe him a lot, and I think he's one of the greatest coaches in Belgium to have a coach. So I think we are lucky that to have him back as a coach of a uh, uh, first division team now, Mechelen. Um, and I think he will have an impact on all, a lot of other young guys too in the future. Um, how do you see the, the period with the national team level-wise? I mean, is that kind of the same level as NCAA or Could you compare the two, or is it really something different? No, you, it's, it's something different. It's just completely different. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's, a different, it's a different style, for sure. And, you know, NCAA is really, really physical, really athletic, mm. physical. And you have, a lot of, you have a lot of talented guys. Like, I, I've played, in my career, I've played, like, against top 10 pick in a draft. Yeah. Like, many, many, many players. And, like, the game is... The game is different, you know. Uh, national team, it's a great, it's, it's also a great competition, but it's more like raw, raw talent, raw potential. Yeah. You know, it's really like young guys that are like not there yet, but are really gonna be really good like later. Mm -hmm. As to like NCAA is already like you have grown men out there playing, and you know they're about to be in the NBA the next yeah. year and stuff. You know, so like that's that type of level. But although like. The national team helped me so much to get where I am today because, you know, the the com the competition is just great. You know, you play big teams like, mm -hmm. like you know, Spain, France, and all that, and those teams are just so good as a team already, and it's it's just great competition. It's also a great way to to be seen, I guess, because there's a lot of scouts in the yeah. stands. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean. No, everybody comes to watch, especially in the, the A division. You know, when you play, yeah, 
when you play them teams, like I said, Spain, France, and all that, they have already NBA prospects and, you know, scouts at the game, whether it's NBA scouts or also, like, European scouts for, like, the big, biggest teams in EuroLeague and stuff. So, yeah. And did you already feel during that period that teams were interested in you, like American college basketball teams or even NBA teams? Um, that's a good question, honestly. I, I mean, I, I don't really know. Just my last year with Coach Vavarka under 20, um, it was Division A when we went to the quarterfinal. Yeah. We finished top eight. We had a great year. I mean, and I, I know a lot of teams were there and stuff like that. I had a couple of feedbacks, but I, I was already in college. I was already yeah. playing. Or I had transferred to Baylor. I don't remember, but... No, I just know that a lot of teams are watching you all the time, wherever you go. So you just got to do your best all the time. So as as a point guard, I think it's not that easy because there's a lot of guys who are your size or even a little bit bigger that are playing on that position. What made you stand out in comparison with the rest? Uh, just by being myself all the time, you know, just playing your style of basketball and always play, you know, the best that you can be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've always been myself, and I just, you know, <laughs> that that's the good question. I don't know. I just, <laughs> just, I just, I just work hard all the yeah. time. You know, I'm trying to be, trying to be the best that I can be, and I know everything's gonna pay off. Yeah, well, there must be something because else they wouldn't be getting you to to America to a G League team. But, but I guess <laughs> what else plays in your favor, I, I think, is the way the the basketball game is uh, evolving into like more run and gun style and and more in favor for shooters and I think you're happy that the game is evolving in this way, no? Yeah, for sure. The game is evolving, you know, because of, you know, a couple guys that changed the game, a couple teams that have played a different way. But for my part, I, I'm, you know, I've always been the player that I am. I'm just trying to get better. And at the end of the day, the best is always going to play. And, It's true. It's more of a running gun type of game. That's true. But at the end of the day, you always gotta have to defend. You have to. Yeah. You have to play defense. You know what I mean? Because if you can't get a stop, you can't get. You can't run. You know what I mean? So can't forget about that part of the game. Mm -hmm. And what 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 do you think is still missing in your game to really make a shot at the NBA? Uh, I, I don't think I'm missing anything. Uh, I'm always going to be the player that I am with my strength and, you know, the things that I do, my tendencies, and I just have to get better at everything. And it's also a mindset mentally, being strong mentally, you know what I mean? It's just the biggest part, honestly, because I think my game, um, game-wise, I'm ready to play anywhere, you know, whether it's in the NBA, whether it's in top of Europe. I'm, I'm ready to play anywhere. It's just going to be about, you know, playing smart, making the right decision, and then be being mentally strong to mm -hmm. whatever it's coming for you. Mm -hmm. And do you look up to somebody like who is playing now in the NBA or somebody who you like to copy stuff from? Or? Nah, not not really copy or looking up someone, but I watch a lot of guards and, you know, um, learn how they play and, you know, how they, how they facilitate the game for others like uh, Steph Curry, Kemba Walker, mm -hmm. Damon Litter. Those those are the three guys that I really like watching uh, because the way they play and I'm trying to pick up, you know, some of the little things that they do and how to make it easier on them to score, to, to, to pass the ball or whatever. And is this being seen by 
the coaches from uh, the NBA team too. Is Doc Rivers sometimes coming to your games? Uh, no, no, he's. He, I think he's he's got enough work with the, with the with the Clippers now. Because um, you know, like you like like you already know, they have eighty two games. They have a busy schedule. Yeah. But every, at every game, we have GMs. You know, GM scouts watching. You know, whenever. Yeah. Whenever we play, wherever, there's always someone watching. All right, all right. So we ask a, a couple of questions. We ask our fans to, to ask you a couple of questions. And okay. um, let's go over a couple of them. Uh, we all got right. a question from Yenti. And uh, he asks, did you need much time to adjust to the level of play? Uh, for G League or just? Yeah, for G League, yeah. Oh no no G League I'm I came in here I was ready aggressive <laughs> just playing just playing like I know how to play you know, I didn't I didn't need time to adjust anything. So the kind of play that that is going on in the G League is more or less the same as in college. No, it's 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 different because the like it's really NBA rules. So like the space yeah. there's so much more space. There's the three seconds in offense and defense. You can just help in in a paint like that, it's just so different. It's it's really a lot of pick and roll, a lot of one on one, a lot of running gun. So, so I so mean, a couple teams in college play like that, but at, at Baylor we did. So how did you prepare you know? for that? Then is that is that something you pick up really quickly, or it's just it's just a matter of like basketball IQ. You yeah. know, it's just being when you're a pro, you gotta adjust quick. You know, and mm -hmm. you know that's something that I've been able to do and. At the end of the day, is basketball. You know, I can shoot. I'm fast. I, I can play any type of basketball. So it wasn't mm -hmm. a huge thing for me. So another question from uh, Jonas here is: How long are you willing to stay in the G League if you don't get called up to the NBA? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't think I'm putting any deadlines really on my on my goals. I don't think it's a good thing anyway. But it's just a matter of. If a team is showing interest, and you know, if an NBA team is showing me an interest and asks me to do this because they think that I could be um, a future player in, the, in their league, then you know, I'll, I'll say. But you, I haven't really thought about it like as a matter of like years of mo or months or whatever. I just I just live day to day, and I'll just make the best decision at that time. Would it be a disappointment for you if you never got the chance? Um, nah, it won't be because I know I'm, a, I'm, I know I'm a try hard and I know I'm capable too. And if it never, if it doesn't happen, I know I, I'm not going to have any regrets because I've, I've tried my hardest and I, I, I would have tried everything. So I don't think I'm going to leave with, with, with any regrets. Another question is, um, that's more technical. Uh, how do you defensively prepare for the pick-and-roll heavy style of play in the USA because uh, you don't really have the wingspan like uh, region Rondo so Jonas is curious what other methods you use to improve yourself for that kind of play um, that's a good question I just um, first off it's all about also scatter report who do you play against mm -hmm. so, so like if someone someone can't really shoot I'll just under I'll mix it up I'll go under and then there's no ball screen you know but otherwise you know the coaches always ask us to not get hit by a screen is yeah. always trying to get up into you man and trying to fight over 
so you can blow everything up. So that's the that's the main thing that I do because I'm pretty small and like yeah. I'm usually stronger and quicker. So I'm just trying to like push him over and uh, blow 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 the whole thing up. So you try to not get hit. That's that's really the point there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You yeah. shouldn't. You should. Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't really get hit on the screen because it helps so much on a rotation. Because if you don't get hit, the big man doesn't have to help you. So you know what I mean. Yeah, I think it's all. It also helps for your career not to end pretty quickly if you get hit all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because they they got a they got a lot of big guys and. Yeah. You know, they, you you also got to make sure your big is calling the screen so you don't turn around and get hit on the floor. So, yeah. So, our last question of Jonas is, do you feel that foreign players still get discriminated by the NBA or the G League? Because there are often times that they are labeled soft. Um, I guess it depends. You know, there, there are, of course, soft uh, European players because of the way we play, mm -hmm. I guess. But I just think that um, they, first of all, they view European players. They have a good view about European players more and more mm -hmm. uh, because you know we have more and more European players in the NBA, whatever. But it, it's just a matter of like proving yourself too. You know, it, yeah. it doesn't matter what they think at that moment. It's just everything that you got, you got to earn it and you got to prove it. So something, something that Ritten said also about his time in America is that he had really to prove himself to the other teammates that he belonged there. Is that something that you experienced too, that you are getting singled out? Because yeah, you're, you're just from Belgium, you know, it's just a small country in Europe. Um, was that really oh, a big oh, issue? Yeah. Or, uh? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Rickman was right um, from day one, especially from Belgium. Like, they don't even know what Be they think Belgium <laughs> city <laughs> they, well, they all, think belgium is yeah. in france so, <laughs> like since day one you gotta set the tone you gotta you gotta kill you know it's either you you kill or you get killed you know what i'm saying so it's, it's really up to you um you all already also played a couple of games with the belgian lions um yep how do you see the future with the belgian lions for you for yourself I love the national team. I love playing for Belgium. You know, every time I can come, uh, I'm always there. Uh, and I hope they, you know, they'll keep they'll keep asking me to come because whenever I can, I'm always going to be there. What do you think of, about new coach of the Belgian Lions? Dario, yeah, I like I like Dario. He's a he's a he's a great guy. Even a, even a better coach. Uh, I think he's he's trying to change things, trying to um, you know implement a new philosophy. Um, and I like it, honestly, you know, my time, it was really short. It was one a week or two and only one game, but mm -hmm. the time that I had to spend with him and the whole team, it's just something new that's coming up, you know, with a new generation and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just, I, li I like where this is going and, um, I like what he's trying to do. You think with the new generation, we got more chances at attending more tournaments? Uh, that's gonna be up to uh, that's gonna be up to us. We're just gonna have to prove it during the game. I think it was a great generation with uh, you know, Axel, mm -hmm. you know, Sam, Jana, you know, uh, they're still there and they're still doing a great job. And um, you know, it's it's gonna be up to us, the new generation, to step up and to prove uh, that we can that we can you know do better and compete. For the position you're playing in, you, you have the competition of uh, of Sam Varosom, of course, 
and also also from Rutten. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, we have a lot of great guards in the Belgian national. We've always had great guards. That's good. that that was our strength, and they uh, we've always done a good job of playing together and win games. So I hope we're gonna keep it up. So I guess you're also looking forward to playing against Retten in one of the few uh, games that you're going to play against his team in, in the G League. That's coming up, right? Oh yeah, we are, we 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 already played them. We we oh. beat them once. They beat us. Yeah, they beat us once. But he's it just one, one playing right again, so you didn't play against him, not yet. Nah, yeah, I think I think he was scared to play against me, but it's all right. Though. He just <laughs> got bad. <laughs> he just got back, and uh, I, I, I saw he's doing really well. Yeah, yeah. I know it was tough for him, but um, I wish him luck. Well, you're both doing very well, so we're happy to see that. And um, well, I, w I would like to thank you again for your time out of your busy schedule. And um, of course, no problem. I'm just gonna wish you good luck for this weekend against uh, the Iowa Wolves, and of yep. course for the rest of the That's season. Right. And yep. uh, we'll keep the fans up to date on your performance. For sure, man. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks. you. Thanks for the call, man. See you later. No, no problem. Bye. Bye. -bye. <laughs>